my name is that right now yeah you're apparently theo jr squirt guardian in parentheses really that's my nickname in the adult swim well, server it says aka also we're recording oh we are yeah but i because I, you know you're the squirt guardian i just people had to know oh yeah um well there's a th there's a whole backstory to that because i just don't need to change it it's the fish because right? huh well no i'll get to that um so <laughs> Royal Crackers came out, and one of the characters on that show is named Theo Jr., and everyone was changing their name to Royal Crackers characters. And so I did that and had one of my friends edit my profile picture to put Royal Crackers characters in it instead of the Aqua Teens, and I haven't changed it back yet. Oh, nice. I see it. And so um, Theo Jr. was from that, and then um, Squirt Guardian is because I own the embalmed corpse of Sir Squirt. Oh, fuck, and, that's the fish you have? That makes that a lot funnier. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I'm Theo Jr., Squirt Guardian, because I because I am the guardian of Sir Squirt, Sir Squirt's fucking embalmed corpse yeah. that I have in a jar next to, like, my fucking Venture Brothers toys on my shelf. His fucking zombie bones. It's not even, yeah, God rest his <laughs> zombie bones. It's not even, like, bones. It's, like, the whole, the whole fish. Yeah, no, I've, I've seen it. Because you had no idea that we were going to send it to you, right? Yeah, no. Oh, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> just got a um, dead fish in the mail. Yeah, I'm not going to really get into... Like, I'm not going to get into how I got a hold of Squirt. Because I feel that's a bit like, you know... Something listeners don't really need to know. Sure. But let's just say I know people. Okay. <laughs> um, and so I, I, I own the corpse of Sir Squirt now. One of the original Fish Center cast. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy. All right, do our intro. <laughs> um, okay, so this is Owls Only. I don't have a quote because we're not talking about anything specific. We are just kind of talking about, like, um, summer... Well, I wanted to, this episode to be about, like, summer TV, essentially. Yeah. Um, It's kind of gone through a lot of different evolutions, where at one point we're going to we're gonna talk about, like, cape shit, and we probably aren't still going to talk about cape shit. Yeah, because we, but... just, we just saw Spider-Verse 2. Yes, we saw Spider-Verse. Um... Also, the big thing, like, the big thing, obviously, that we need to at least um, address is that they finally have a um, poster, release date, and trailer for the Venture Brothers movie. Um, Radiant is the Blood of the Baboon Heart, which is a fucking insane title. It's coming out um, July 21st on digital and then July 25th on Blu-ray. Sick, dude. Um, are they showing it anywhere? If they're showing it anywhere, it's going to be at San Diego Comic-Con, and tickets are already sold out, so oh, that's not happening, right. essentially. That's well, alright. You can still watch it on streaming. Oh and, yeah, for sure. And Plus, then 50 times on Blu-ray. Yes. Um, what's crazy about that is, like, I think my top three favorite TV shows ever are, like, Venture Brothers, Steven Universe, and Futurama. And, um... Steven Universe only bumped Futurama off in, like, 2019, 2020, yeah, but I've been a fan of Futurama for, like, fucking 10-plus years. I was and... say, that's been a pretty consistent list of yours. Oh, for sure. Futurama comes back um, July 24th, and then the Venture Brothers movie hits Blu-ray July 25th. Oh, cool. So, do... like, that is back-to-back. -back. That is do... fucking nuts. Do you remember when my favorite show was Friends? 
Yeah. <laughs> but I was sure like do. fucking 15. The best thing I can say about Friends is that I love, um, I, fuck, what's her fucking name? She's the owl on BoJack Horseman and she's the main character Lisa on Housebroken. She's... Lisa Kudrow. I love Lisa Kudrow. That's yeah, the best thing no, I can say was, about Friends. She was also, she was, she was very funny. Friends is good. We won't actually talk about Friends. I, I, I still, I still like Friends. Um, I think it's, I bet you, I bet you if you, when's the last time you actually sat down and watched an episode of it? <laughs> like, would I still watch Nick at Night when I was like 16? I don't know. I bet if you sat down and watched it, you'd be like genuinely shocked at how like probably homophobic and, and transphobic it probably yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right. That gives me like, it's almost like a How I Met Your Mother vibes because that show is like the most transphobic show like to ever fucking air. Really? Um... Yeah, How I Met Your Mother is, like, apparently, like, insanely transphobic. I know I watched, like, most of it in high school, and I... But also, I guess in it's high school, was... I didn't have the same, like, consciousness as I do now. It's... Apparently, it's, like, bad. I mean, I'm willing, but... to, I'm willing to believe it. But, yeah, so, um... They dropped the Venture Brothers trailer. It looks fucking crazy. Um... I fucking lost my mind. Like, I... Because last night was also the season premiere of It's Always Sunny. Yeah. And... They had two episodes last night. The first one was um, about the first one was about the gang dealing with like inflation in different ways, <laughs> and um, they had a fucking lore shatter lore shattering revelation in that sunny episode where they reveal that behind Charlie's room, behind the Charlie and Frank's bed, is an entirely empty bedroom. Charlie was just like hiding. Oh, I remember you you telling me that over text, but I didn't read the texts. Yeah. Because I'm a bad friend. But, um, no, like, they reveal that, which is, like, fucking lore-shattering for Always Sunny. And then the second episode is called, um, Frank Shoots Every Member of the Gang. <laughs> okay, and does he? It's about, um, the A, like, the A-plot is Frank shoots Dennis and D, and so they decide to, like, come up with a plan to take his gun away. And then the B-plot is, um... Mac and Charlie go on a road trip with their moms to collect like family family heirlooms because they want to have something to like um like pass it down to their like hypothetical kids. Okay. Um, there's a fucking like Charlie's mom was has always been like an insane character, but they only make her more insane as they go on. Yeah, I'm um I'm actually after I finish Bleach, I'm gonna I'm gonna start watching Venture Bros, and I'm also gonna actually no, Cass is gonna make me watch Better Call Saul season six first. Uh -huh. but, but that's only like what? How many episodes was that? Thirteen. Yeah, so I'll I'll be watching Venture Bros soon enough, but I'm gonna also start Always Sunny. Uh, yeah. Seasons one through four. Yeah. Um, Charlie's mom is like insane. There's like a because like Charlie's family heirloom is a jar of teeth from like every member of like his family. Okay. And <laughs> um, his mom gave it away to Charlie's sisters because charlie has sisters apparently have they just never been and referenced before apparently they were in season one i didn't know this because i haven't watched always sunny like i haven't watched the earlier seasons not, in like 10 years not brushed up on your sunny lore i'm really not but um but so there's like a scene where um she's so like afraid of charlie being disappointed in her she tries to rip out one of her teeth with like a pair of pliers so and true. She, and she just like throws up blood all over the table, and then Charlie's like, "Why would you do that?" She just starts like shrieking at him, like not even words, just like 
fucking shrieking like a fucking banshee at him. It's so funny. What season is the show on? 16. This is the se- this is the season 16 premiere. Oh, when's the show going to end, do you think? 20? Whenever Danny DeVito dies. You think so? You think it's going to go until he dies? Leg- I think that, and even then, I don't know. I don't know if it'll end after that. Um, I can see them doing, like, I can see them doing it without Frank. Yeah. I mean, they're funny. And, like, they have really good chemistry, so I, I don't think I'd be too upset if the show just kind of goes on forever, as long as they, as long as it keeps being interesting. Yeah, it's still so funny. Like, it's, because these guys are in, like, movies and stuff now, but they talk yeah. about how, um, on the Always Sunny podcast, which is a great show, they talk about how, like, they sort of see Sunny as, like, as it gives them the confidence to go out and do things, like, Charlie directed a movie, and, like... Um, Charlie and Rob McElhenney, who plays Mac, they have their show on Apple TV called Mythic Quest, which I watched. It's really good. Um, much more serious than Sonny, but it's still like a comedy. And, um, like, Glenn Howerton, who plays Dennis in that Blackberry movie and stuff like that. They say, they say that, like, they're he's, able um, to go out and... He's Fred, too, yeah. right? Who? Oh, oh yes. Dennis is Fred on the Velma show. Yeah. Um, and so they say that, like they're able to go out and do all these creative endeavors because they know they'll always be able to come back and do more sunny if they like fuck up essentially yeah i mean that's hard to, it's hard to do it's hard to keep a especially a live action show funny for 16 seasons yeah and it's still insanely funny um but yeah so like halfway through the second episode of the night the one where frank shoots everybody um i found the leaked trailer for because it leaked early on amazon but um, it did not, like, it, they posted it, like, for real at, like, noon today. But it leaked early on Amazon. I freaked the fuck out. I didn't go to bed for, like, another, I think, probably, like, yeah, two hours I was, I was still up. I was on my way to sleep, and you blew my phone up with, like, 15 pictures. Yeah, I, like, I I had, I, I don't think I went to bed for another two hours. Because I probably just, like, I was just, like, watching it over and over again and discussing it. And there was an insane thing going on with the release dates last night where, like, some places said August 8th, some places said July 20th, some places said July 25th, some places said July 21st. Yeah. So we had no fucking clue where, like when they're putting this movie out. And they finally confirmed it today that it's like digital July 21st and Blu-ray July 25th. Um, are they going to you think they're going to have the Blu-ray and Wal- <laughs> Blu-ray? Are they going to have the Blu-ray in Walmarts and stuff or are you think they're going to have to get it online? I think they'll have it in Walmarts and Best. I think they'll have it in Walmarts and Best Buys. I don't know about Targets. Cool. That's cool, though. That'll be cool to see. I'm pre-ordering through Best Buy. I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pre-order it, like, the digital on Amazon, and I'm going to pre-order the Blu-ray through Best Buy so I can have the digital when it comes out, and then, like, the Blu-ray will be there probably, like, the next day because how Best Buy ships their shit early. You think uh, you think the movie is going to leak or no? No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Word. Um, maybe, but probably not. Um fucking i but yeah it looks insane they really ha- we really still don't know much about the plot um because my thing is i thought like the big thing for this movie was going to be because the end of the show is um they finally name drop the boy's mom and give some sort of backstory on her she's an actress named bobby saint simone that rusty was just like obsessed with and then she like um moved away and changed her name or whatever and like, ever since day one of this movie being announced, they've talked about how the movie's going to be about, like, a mysterious woman, and they announced the cast list, and Jane Lynch was confirmed as playing Bobby St. Simone, 
Huh. Um, and then they they release like the trailer. I mean, at least the poster first, and you see kind of like this woman in white. She kind of looks like Moon Knight almost, like kind of hanging off like a post oh, back like there. Mar- and I was Marvel like, Marvel Moon Knight. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's got to be like Bobby Saint Simone because I figured she's going to be like the central like antagonist to this movie. And then I watched this trailer, and it's a totally different character. Yeah, I was gonna say. And, I, I was gonna say on one hand, it feels like it might be a fake out but on the other hand i feel like they can't leave the storyline unresolved i i will say i'm coming from this perspective of someone who hasn't seen the show yeah but but like she yeah no my thoughts i was you going so i was doing insane things last night because i like when the point when because i was talking to some of my other friends about this the point when they told me to go to bed was um so there is a full cast list, including this actress. Her name is what the fuck is her name? I'm gonna um pull up like because I had it in, like my YouTube search history. Wait, wait, wait! They made her... you... <laughs> your friends made you go to bed. <laughs> yeah, because her name is Nina Arianda. She's like a I think she's like a Broadway actress, but um she was in the cast list as someone named um, Mantilla or Mantia, and so. I went on YouTube and I looked her up so I could listen to her voice in interviews and cross-reference it with her, like, one line in the trailer. And I was like, oh, that's her. And they are like, Bryce, go the fuck to bed. That's actually really it was like, though. <laughs> it was, like, 1230, and I'm, like, doing this. And I'm like, Bryce, fucking go to bed. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I think the most insane part of that trailer is Shore Leave just screaming run in Dr. Girlfriend's face. I like and, that. And, like, when she's making her jump out a window... Um, there's a lot more Dr. Orpheus in this movie. It looks like he's going to be a huge part of it. He's even on the cover, which I'm really excited for because Dr. Orpheus, besides doing stuff in one episode of season seven, has not really been relevant since, like, season five. So I'm really happy that Orpheus is going to have, like, a huge role in this movie, it Orpheus looks like. Orpheus is uh, the Dr. Strange dude, right? Yes, he's the Dr. Strange guy. I like him. Um... I'm, I'm going to keep my venture thoughts brief because we're all going to do a whole episode about it when it comes out. Yeah. Um... I fucking love Jefferson Twilight, the blade guy, getting an action scene where he gets to kill a bunch of fucking uh, Blackulas. That's awesome. Um, and the last thing I'm going to say is, so in the vent, there's like the, there is a pitch book for the Venture Brothers they made in 2003 that's like very, very old. And it's, it, it's a very rudimentary idea of what the show is going to be because they haven't figured it out yet. And um, there's a whole bunch of, like, villains in there they're going to use because the Monarch was not supposed to be, like, their main villain. He's supposed to be, like, a villain of the week, and they're going to have, like, other ones, like, cycling in and out. Mm-hmm. And one of them was the called the Pants Golem of 7th Avenue. The Pants Golem of 7th Avenue? Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. And, um, what's this? oh, yeah, the Pants Golem of 7th Avenue is a solely, is a soulless preternaturally strong defender of the garment district fashioned from hundreds of pairs of slacks and given life by a mystical jewish tailor concerned about the chinese garment sweatshops encroaching on his neighborhood he lays dormant for 40 years but is awakened by doc during an excursion to find long out of production polyester material with which to repair his favorite slacks so, so that's like in that's in the pitch book and that's like something that um they never actually put in the show but that thing's in this fucking trailer um the pants i did it the thing that you said yeah there's a very quick shot of just like this creature made of like clothing with like runes on its forehead like chasing dean and like what looks like probably it's gonna be like um orpheus's like dr strange house 
See, that's really um, cool. Yes. And I didn't like I did not put those together until I went on Reddit this morning and someone posted him. Oh, someone's like, oh, look, the pants golem is in the um is in the movie. And I was like, holy fucking shit, because that's such a deep cut. But like. It's also perfect because it is like a thing that Doctor Strange would be fighting, but like in a Venture Brothers universe and it's, they're in like New York and stuff. So it's perfect. Like if you're going to if you're going to do this, like it's it, this is the time to put all this crazy shit in there for the movie to put all this like such deep cuts that like only like the most fucking hardcore nerds would know about. Well, because this is very, very likely the last Venture Bros thing, right? Yes, this is this was written as a series finale. Um, um, you know if they're gonna do any spinoffs or anything like that, or do they? Um, I don't think so. Doc Hammer and what's the other guy's name? Jackson Public. Do they have anything else they've ever worked on? Like... Jackson worked on. Um, he worked on. He was a writer on The Tick, and he also did voice roles on like Super Jail, Ballmasters, um, Mau Mau, that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. So there's nothing to base the. Okay. I was I was seeing if if they have a history of doing like spinoffs and all that. No, and then Doc is only Doc has only done this, and he's done some voices in Ballmasters, I think, and he's also he's just like a painter was, and a musician. I was gonna say he's mostly a musician, right? Yeah, he's like a painter and musician. So I think it's possible they make more Venture Brothers after this. I think it's possible they do like a movie. Like people have been saying they want them to do like a movie trilogy. I don't think that'll happen. But who knows? I think this movie – my thing about this movie is I think it will function the same as Operation Prom, which is the season four finale. Because Operation Prom, if that was a series finale, then it would be perfect. It would be, like, the greatest series finale of, like, TV history. But there's still so much story to tell, and they don't end it definitively, so they could just keep making more. And that's yeah. what I think is going to happen with this. Sometimes it's good to just end it and not touch it, though. Agreed. I think this. I think this will be the end. But I also think it'll be left off in a way. I think it will be a very definitive end for these characters. But I think it'll be left off in a way that if they want, like, if they want to just pick it up and keep making more, or like Adult Swim wants them to keep making more, they'll still be able to do it. Essentially, cool. like, I don't think they're gonna like kill off Rusty or something in this movie. I think right. I think it'll end with the possibility to do more if they ever want to like ever get called back to do like another movie or like another season or something i think they'll end it with the possibility to do more because i remember doc said doc said he wanted to do the show until he died and so like i feel like they could realistically keep doing more if they ever get like the opportunity to yeah uh hopefully they do hopefully the movie does well and they can get renewed yeah i i i it's it's kind of 50 50 for me um because i i want it to I want it to have a really good, strong ending so I can say, like, this is, like, the best TV show ever. It ends perfectly, which I – because I feel like – I am fairly confident this movie will end the show perfectly, but I don't want it to, like, oh, here it's – here's – it's back on, you know, Max, and it lasts for, like, two seasons. It gets canceled on another cliffhanger, and then it never does come back, like, for yeah, good. Yeah, you yeah, know? fair enough. That's true. And so I don't you know. You can't gamble with the dolls streaming industry that's what fucking that. futurama does um we can also segue into futurama because futurama is coming back yes futurama, i know more about futurama sure. than venture bros <laughs> that's weird to me because i've made you watch so much more venture brothers than i made you watch futurama i've watched a decent bit like uh in the dorm you would always fall asleep before me so i would mm. i would watch like one or two more episodes of futurama a night typically okay and also um venture bros it's like a it's a good show but it's 
Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not that it's hard to follow, but you have to be in a certain vibe to like fully pay attention. It's to it. no. It is hard to follow. It is um, a hard to follow show. So like, yes, you've shown me more Venture Bros, but that does not translate to me having understood more Venture Bros. Yeah, that's that's kind of one of the reasons why um, it's such a miracle that it went for as long as it did because it is so impenetrable to people, and um. It was pretty much kept going entirely because it had such a strong fan base and because Lazo liked it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, do, but, I do intend to watch it someday. Yeah. Um, so, Futurama is fucking... Futurama's coming back. They released a 10-second teaser for it. Um, doesn't really show anything super interesting. It's just kind of like um, shots more, of, more, like, various... More Futurama. <laughs> yeah, more Futurama. Um... They have confirmed it will be going weekly from, it starts July 25th, it'll go to like uh, mid to late September, I think, so I'm very excited for that because um, because I would be so depressed if they dropped a full season of Futurama and then everyone watched it in a weekend and then no one ever talked about it ever again, Yeah, you know? But putting it in like, oh, there's 10 episodes of Futurama. That is 10 weeks of Futurama, 10 weeks of people talking about it, 10 weeks of like, you know, looking forward to a new episode of Futurama. That really feels like the show is back to me. So I'm really... From like a marketing perspective, that's smarter to do it that way too. Yes. I really think that the binge um, drop model is kind of stupid. I think that, um, I think it was novel in like the early 2010s but I really think that TV is made the way it is for a reason. And I don't think that the binge drop model is like good for most TV shows. I mean, some TV shows do a really good job with it. Some TV shows use it really well. I think Bojack Horseman used the binge model very well, but I think that, um, I think that a lot of TV shows would be better if they just did it like weekly. Um, I, I agree. I mean, like the thing is, it's hard, like, I understand it makes more sense to do that from the marketing perspective, but also, I've never watched TV in a way to where I've really, really sat up and waited for, like, another episode. Yeah. But it's also different for, like, comedies and stuff. It's easier to just be like, oh, cool, American Dad tonight. Oh, cool, Futurama tonight, you know? Yeah. I I don't know if American Dad is... I mean, they're in the middle of a season. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's going to be coming back until September because someone said it's not coming back till September. And apparently, it's on the wiki page, but the wiki page also is a fucking Wikipedia page. So who knows? There hasn't been any official like announcement or tweet or anything saying it's not coming back to September. Yeah, I mean, but, I love American Dad. It's my favorite animated comedy, but I have not watched a single episode of the new season. So like, that doesn't mean much to me, you know. Yeah, like I, I'm, I, I, I'm, I tend to binge American Dad. Like, uh, like I watch like a season in two days. <laughs> yeah, um, American Dad, good show. I love American Dad. Um, uh, so see, I'm just looking through my notes here, but yeah, I'm really excited because like Futurama is something that it doesn't need to come back, but it's also like my one of my favorite like pieces of media ever. So I'm I'm going to watch it and be excited for it because like it's new Futurama. Like I haven't like. I only watched the last season of Futurama um, weekly back when I was like fucking 13 years old. So it's really it's really cool to be like, oh, there is a full 10 years have passed in between like me watching the last episode of Futurama live and me watching the new season premiere of Futurama. Is 2013 when the last episode of the show came out? Yep. What the fuck? 
September 2013. Uh, September way. It feels like 2017, dude. No, September 13 was the last episode of Futurama. I remember because um they did you know, because this was back in the height of um remember the Talking Dead thing? Yes. <laughs> yes, this I was, do. This is the height of that. And so Chris Hardwick, um infamous piece of shit. Um, what do you do? Chris Hard I I'm pretty sure he's done like sex pest stuff. Oh, boo, bad. Um, Chris Hardwick hosted a Futurama talk show before and after the um, the premiere, the, before and after the finale, live on the Comedy Central website. I remember watching it, and I th- think I still have it. I think I have those specials saved in my hard drive, um, just because fucking um, nostalgia, baby. But um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's cool. Shitty dude aside. Yeah, because like it's not just him, because of, like the entire Futurama cast and crew is there. Like Matt Groening is there, like all the cast is there and stuff like that. Yeah, he's just there to be like, oh, Futurama. Like he's no one fucking like no one's watching <laughs> he's, it. He's just there party. to be Reddit. Yeah, he's just there to be. He's just there to be Reddit. He's just there to be fucking twenty. He's there to be like twenty eleven. The human, you know. <laughs> God, fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Wait, I like he, I what like. What if he watches this? You're gonna offend him. I fucking hope I do. Fuck Chris Hardwick. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is insane to me because like that was like the first that was the first summer I was into all this stuff was summer 2013 and like Futurama was like a huge part of that and like watching the final season of Futurama live was a huge part of that. And so the fact that like 10 years has passed since then is insane. Yeah, no, I didn't even realize it's been 10 years. I thought it was much more recent than that. When did yeah, Dis- so when did Disenchantment start? 2018, so five years after Futurama ended. It, uh, I, I've got to be somehow confusing those two then. Probably. Um, Disenchantment is hopefully coming back this summer. Um, I'm assuming it is. Maybe it'll be like early fall. I don't know. I love Disenchantment. I really want that show to end on a really strong note. I would of. I've been on the record as saying I would rather take more disenchantment over Futurama, even though disenchantment is like not a even though disenchantment is not as good as Futurama. I would much rather see more stuff with the disenchantment character, just because there's more to do. Yeah, I think they deserve a proper ending and stuff. Yeah, I think they'll a get a proper show. ending. It's not a bad show. It's just not. It's not as no, I love disenchantment. I think disenchantment's a great show. It's just that um, Futurama has set such a high bar. Yeah, you know um but yeah i they're they're doing interesting stuff though with futurama like um there's an episode i don't know if you ever saw this one where um you know kiff like the little alien guy um yeah he gets like he gets knocked up because he's like an alien so he can get like pregnant i think i've seen but keep going um so those babies like kind of go into like a little swamp at the end and they talk about how they'll like be ready to emerge in like 20 years and it's been 20 years since that episode aired and they're doing an episode about like kiff and amy's like kids and stuff coming back really cool yeah i feel like i did see that episode but like oh probably only once yeah, so they're doing they're doing stuff like that with this new season, which I'm really excited for. I'm excited for them to um to sort of build on this stuff they set up like forever ago. Um, there's a really really so they have they're greenlit for 20 episodes. They'll probably get more. I don't know. It's gonna be 10 episodes this season, 10 episodes the year after. Um, but there is the long the only thing they didn't answer in Futurama is um like nibbler the little like dude with the little antenna eye yeah he yeah he calls 
like there's there's a whole prophecy with Fry like saving the universe and stuff, which he does in the original like Fox run. But um, he me- Fry mentions Leela to like pass Nibbler, and Nibbler s- just says she must be the other, and they never pick that up again, even though they came back. They came back for four movies in like two. 26 episode orders on Comedy Central and they never picked that fucking thing up. They never did more with it. So you think they're going to do something so with it? They fucking better. Like, <laughs> it's, the, I, it's the one loose end. They better fix it. There's also another one that nobody talks about but me. This is also um, this is something insane that um, I feel like I'm going crazy because I'm the only person that's ever noticed this. But because um, when I got the blu-ray for the last futurama movie um there's like a scene at the end where the planet express crew is heading into like a portal which is one of the best scenes in the whole show and um you can see the shadow of nibbler's head on the ship with them but not nibbler himself just the shadow of his head and this is important because um the entire like basis of futurama lore is based on the first episode like Long, like way before they introduced Nibbler, you see Nibbler's shadow when Fry is getting frozen, and wow. they explain that later in like later episodes and stuff. Um, but we don't know why Nibbler's shadow was on that ship in like the last movie, and they never do anything with that either. Is it possible that it was just not meant to be read into? Yes, for yeah. sure. Okay, but I. Because I got the Blu-ray for that movie. I got it when I, I got it in that same summer, in summer 2013, and I noticed that, and I'm like, whoa, holy shit. And, like, nobody has – I've never seen a single person talk about it online through all these different Futurama theories. I feel like I'm the only person that, like, noticed it, essentially. So I, I – but, like, just because – because, like, they, Nibbler's Shadow is such an, an important part of Futurama lore. Like, um cause they, re, they See, re- I didn't know any of that, so that's fair. They revisit the scene of Fry getting frozen so many times. Um, and, like, so in one episode in season four, they revisit it. And normally it's just Nibbler's shadow in the frozen scene, right? Yeah. And in this time they revisit it in season four, you see another Fry with Nibbler's shadow. And oh. then, like, ten episodes later you see Fry go back in time and you see the scene of him talking to Nibbler and you understand that's why Fry's shadow was there that time because they I've, changed the time. I've around. seen some episode in that sequence because I remember Fry and Nibbler being when Fry gets frozen. Yes. That's like that's like the huge like Futurama lore and stuff because um, Nibbler is responsible for Fry getting frozen because Fry has to like save the universe and Fry's like pissed off about it because like they like even though his life is much better in the future they took away his agency by like yeah, doing no, that to him. it's kind of fucked <laughs> it's so fucked but it's really cool yeah, i feel like um, i'd go crazy if i woke up a thousand years in the future yeah but that's what's that's what's so good about that futurama pilot it's like it's like it starts off and it's i think the futurama pilot is like one of the best episodes of tv we're not gonna get into futurama too too much because i want to do that as his own episode yeah. but i just love fry being like everyone i've ever known is gone my parents my my coworkers, my girlfriend. I'll never see any of them again. Yeah, that's true. and then like plays the Futurama theme for for the first time. Wait, so wait, good. You cut out at the very last second. What'd you say? He's like, um, my parents, my coworkers, my girlfriend. I'll never see any of them again. Yeah. Ooh, okay. And then, like, cuts okay. The theme. That's funny. Um, 
but yeah, no, I love I'd go, I'd go batshit insane. Um, I'd love to, I think we should pro- we should do like an episode of like like the first season of Futurama. It's only yeah. 15 episodes. Yeah, we'll watch. We'll have to watch it sometime, but we'll do it. Um, so other Adult Swim stuff that's coming out this right now, like Eric Andre's on. Um, Yet to watch that, but I'm excited because I've heard from you that it's very good this season. It's very funny. They had um, the, like I like I said, what stuck out to me. I told you about this earlier, but um, they had two guests on this one episode. It was Jaleel White, the guy who plays Urkel, and Mia Khalifa. And Jaleel White had no idea like what the fuck was going on and so um it's very easy to fuck with him like it's very easy for eric to fuck with him he just like you know the couch is alive and like some guys get naked it's yeah, very easy to uh, fuck with him. this dude's in his 50s let's just be absurd yeah and but mia like is young and she knows eric and so they have to like he has to mentally torture her like he's like aren't you a like outspoken anti-vaxxer and she's like no i'm not like completely seriously <laughs> just like texting her agent like holy shit yeah she, she's like and then like eric also was like isn't it true you got in trouble with isis she's like yeah i did he's like yeah did you tell him to take this hijab and shove it and she's like eric you're gonna get me killed like she's like actually upset with him yeah so eric andre great um hannibal is gone for for good i think um i thought you meant like replaced... hannibal lecter because i'm an idiot and forgot we were talking about eric andre. yeah hannibal lecter <laughs> although it's so funny how they eric never lets you forget that hannibal's not there because eric just kind of looks at the camera after his monologue and goes where's hannibal and like it cuts to one of the pranks oh, um god i miss hannibal me too um didn't, they, didn't he like depart the show like three episodes into his season yeah <laughs> classic um, but yeah, so other stuff coming on at all to him. I mean, Unicorn Warriors Eternal is going on. That's a new Gendy show. I think that show is really good. There's a new episode coming out, like, after we record this. I think it's probably my least favorite Gendy show, maybe because I hate British people so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but still really good. Um, and then this summer we have, like, Teenage Euthanasia is coming back in late July. Teenage, Teenage Euthanasia is coming back the same within the same span of three days as Venture Brothers and Futurama. So that's going to be good. Teenage Euthanasia, that show is amazing. I watched, like, two episodes of it, and I was like, god damn, this show's amazing. We're, we're going to do that. I think we're going to do that, like, like oh, I'm not like two episodes from now we're gonna do that i'm excited because i've i've always wanted to watch more of it and i've just never actually sat down and done it so it's only seven episodes we could do it in like two hours and 50 minutes and then just like record after a uh, 23 minute yeah okay yeah we can 22 minutes we can do it um but yeah it's Andrew euthanasia that's coming back very excited also did you know like i didn't i was not a tim robinson fan when that show first came out obviously i am now um, Tim Robinson, aka like the guy, and I think yeah, you should yeah, leave. No, I know who that is. <laughs> he plays the br- he plays like the brother in that show. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's nuts. So he's done that, written on SNL, and I think you should leave. He's in he's in a bunch of stuff. He's in he's a he's a um, very prom. He's not a prominent voice actor, but he's becoming a prominent. Voice oh, actor. I thought he was mostly a writer. That's cool. He's in he's in the Aqua he's in the Aqua Teen Forever Plantasm. He's like plays one of the alien characters in that movie. Um, Good for him. I mean, no, he's really fucking funny. He deserves he deserves uh, more roles. I agree. I think it's really I've I've listened to a lot of his voice roles. He's in this show on Comedy Central called Dig Man. That's not that great, but it's okay. 
Um, and I think that something that is interesting about uh, so interesting about Tim Robinson to me is that like he's so recognizable, like what like his voice is so iconic, but also when he does voice acting, it's so hard for me to place him because it doesn't sound like Tim Robinson to me when he does voice acting. Like whenever he does voice acting, he like speaks in a different cadence to the point that it like i don't pin it down well, as, oh that's tim of, robinson he, part of that is because he's kind of he's basically voice acting when he's doing i think he should leave like i he's yeah he, he exaggerates the shit out of his voice and stuff yeah legally i'm allowed to kill you right now <laughs> <laughs> oh what the fuck is it legally or you say something something else uh, something else he fucking does oh god Oh, um, it's so fucking funny. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, so we can talk about I Think You Should Leave Now, because that just came out. And um, yeah, I've actually seen all of it, too. I think that may be, like, so the thing is, when when the, the season dropped, I heard some people saying it was underwhelming. I could not agree less. I don't think it was underwhelming. I do notice a difference between this season and the other seasons I've seen, but I don't think it's a bad thing. I think this may be the strongest season. Um, if I'm, which uh, is a crazy thing to say. I could probably agree. It's like he, it was less, it's hard to explain what the difference was. Um, I think when we yeah. were watching it together, I pointed out, I was like, it's almost like he's adding more layers to the actual narrative of his scenes. Yeah, for sure. Which is a good thing. Like, so that yeah. might, when, when people say underwhelming, they're probably confusing it wasn't just constant comedy yeah i think i think it was so fucking funny like driving driving crooner the fucking um nixon and a pig um yeah God. that one's fucking horrifying <laughs> yeah that one's for fucking for 50 seconds there were monsters on the world like that is an all-timer yeah, there um, were monsters on the world the, the pay it forward sketch is insane it's just like it's a good it's sketch. just so many bangers. It reminded me of uh, when I was watching it. I couldn't stop thinking about the uh, Always Sunny or Always Sunny podcast story. Oh, about the uh, yeah. yeah, they're like that's, they're like I, barely related, but it just was really funny. <laughs> no, I didn't make that connection. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, that is yeah. I think you should leave. I think it may like it's controversial to say, but I don't think there's a single bad sketch in that. I don't think there's a single bad sketch in the show. I can't but especially, recall one. Especially this season, it's like every single time they switch to a new sketch, I was like, oh, this is a fucking good one. I will say I didn't love the, like, old dude singing the dirty songs. Like, that one wasn't that funny to me, but... Yeah, I think the last episode, besides the Connor O'Malley stuff, was the weakest. Like, I think the um, the old dude singing the songs and, like, the, the metal guy is the weakest... Were the two, probably the two weakest and both were in the last episode yeah Connor O'Malley's insane um, though anything he's in is the best yes they make up for it with Connor O'Malley um, is that the Frankenstein's girlfriend one yeah hey I slept with Frankenstein's chick oh no like that entire thing insane yeah that's also go ahead no 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 I was, I was just saying yes <laughs> that's also cause like that's so it's so such a good sketch because it's inspired by like the meta narrative of Connor O'Malley being an internet personality. Because like Connor O'Malley, did, Connor O'Malley was like a Vine guy. Like he did vines, you know. Really? Yeah, it's first, just those. You've, the first Connor O'Malley thing guys. I saw was um, was it was that? 
No, it was, well, maybe it, it probably was Joe Pera the first, but uh, no, the one that I remember is when he he got abducted by Howard Schultz. Yes, like he does that, but also like the the Frankenstein's chick videos are so vine coded. You know what I mean? They they look they they are they're just vines. You know? Yeah, you can really tell that he came from that. What what was his biggest vine? I'm trying to see if I knew any of them. He did like a he did like one of those vines that told a not a story, but like most of his vines were just him going up to rich people in New York and screaming at them. <laughs> it's so like, true, Connor. Like, not even, he's not screaming words. He's just, like, screaming like he's, like, like he's a fucking feral rabid beast at them. Yeah, that's what he does. Or, like, other, or, like, he'll, sometimes he'll say words, like, um, there's one where he's, like, there's, like, a, um, like, a police boat, and he's, like, you have water pants! Kill the mermaid! Like, stuff like that. Oh, wait. Um, I think I may have seen that one. I've shown you that before, like, okay. without a doubt. Okay. Or, like, there's one where he goes up to, like, a car crash, and he's just, like, screaming at the cars, What are you fighting? Why are you like, fighting? Stuff like, yeah. Like, stuff like that. Um, so that, that sketch just rings so true to, like, what Connor used to do before, like, you know, getting on, like, Joe Para and, like, Detroiters and stuff and being, See, like, that, a, like, a TV comedian. That makes me appreciate uh, that sketch even more, actually. That's funny. Yeah, it's so funny. But, um, so yeah, I think you should leave. That was Kino. Um, oh yeah, My Adventures of Superman coming out this summer. Very excited for that. Um, yeah, I'll, watch that. Always... I'll watch that with you, but I probably won't watch it by myself. I've always said that Adult Swim should be able to make, like, um, like, um, DC shows like Cartoon Network is able to. Um, that I, I think agree with. I am already, like, fully in love with that lowest lane design i think it's amazing um yeah so very excited for that like I'm, what's i'm looking at i'm gonna pull i have a whole list of everything i'm watching on tv this summer um i think it is right now in terms of like strictly adult swim stuff it is just eric andre superman teenage euthanasia and then probably like fully coolie and the rick and morty anime at some point are we getting and eventually are we getting shoegaze and grunge this summer Grunge's I'm assuming Grunge is gonna come out this summer, maybe Shoegaze in like the fall. I am excited to watch Shoegaze just because I love that music genre. <laughs> yeah. And I assume it um, means I get to listen to a ton of Shoegaze while I watch Fully Cooley. Perhaps. Maybe. It could just be the name. Um I don't know, like I I wouldn't like fully like bet on that. I'm gonna um, shit on it and I'm gonna say it's bad if it's not. Okay. Um but yeah, so there's a lot of good TV. A uh, Clone High is back, obviously. Um, we're we're now over halfway through the season of Clone High because they dropped episodes five and six today out of ten. Already. Um, yep. Damn. I think that Clone Clone High is so good. I think it's very very different from the original show, but I think that's a good thing. I'm, I like they're taking it like new directions and stuff. Um, I think that show is fucking gorgeous. I think it's one of the best looking shows on TV right now. Like nothing looks like the way Clone High does. Yeah, you know, looks, it just looks like Total Drama Island. Oh I fuck! Know, you. I know. I know. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that because I think more people need to know this. Um, the character designer on Total Drama Island literally said that he tried to rip off Clone High. I mean, at least he owns it. Yes, and, Cl and Total Drama Island also fucking awful show i always hated even when i was like a kid i fucking hated that show i thought it was always the stupidest it. thing in the fucking world 
always hated it. It's not funny. Nope, never God was awful either. show. The goth, huh? the goth girl was hot though. But she's just a reskin of Joan of Arc. Yeah, that's true. It's that is like, that actually fuck. I didn't even realize that until just now, and I'm the one that made the goddamn joke. That's true. <laughs> fuck. It just fuck Total Drama Island. Um it also like it also like the way the characters in that show move is so much shittier than the way they move in Clone High too. It's just, fuck that show. It's a bad show. I, I'm I'm glad I never actually watched it. Um, but yeah, so Clone High looks amazing. They got um Mitra, uh, Mitra Johari from Three Busy Deborahs. She now plays Cleopatra because you know white people like because her former voice actress was white and you know. White people, white people shouldn't really voice like people of color in cartoons anymore. No. Um, I really like they did that. I love Mitra. I I don't know if her performance is like quite as good as season one Cleo, but I think she's finding her own way to do it, and I think that I think it's really cool. Well, um, Deborah's is a good show, so I I, I trust her. To, I trust her to be funny. One of the only problems I have with I think you should leave season three is that Mitra's in it, but she's only in one sketch where she kind of just plays like the girlfriend. I think they should let her be like I think she should she should be in more of it, and she should be way funnier. They should let her be funnier. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a show called The Bear? Ah, uh, give me a little bit more. It's a. It's about like a like people who run like a like a failing sandwich chain and a sandwich shop in um Chicago. No. It's like the Yes Chef show from like last summer. Yeah. No. 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 Um. One of the main characters on that show, her another character's name is Sydney. I forgot the actress's name, even though she's awesome. Um. She's she's in. I think you should leave this season. She's like the host of like the um game show where Tim couldn't breathe and like the VR machine. Okay. Okay. And then she also plays um, Harriet Tubman on the new season of Clone High. Oh, cool! Uh, Harriet Tubman and she's did, in... did that replace Gandhi? There's three. There's four characters they brought in to replace Gandhi. Oh, so it's a bigger cast. That's cool. I haven't watched. Yeah. I haven't watched any of the new Clone High. Um, I haven't even really watched been... that much of the old Clone High. So good. She's in. Um, I think her, her. She she gave a really really good performance in. Um, in this week's episodes, I think she's going to become like, uh, like a veteran voice actress from here on out because she's really, really good at it. Cool. Um, she's also in Spider Verse as one of Gwen's bandmates in the beginning of the movie, which I found out recently. Oh god, um, we didn't even talk about that movie, and we're running out of time. We're gonna have to talk about that next time. Yeah, we'll talk about Spider Verse a different time. I want to finish up my summer movie, TV dude. here. Good movie. Good movie. Um. But yeah, so she's amazing. I think she's great in everything she, in everything she does. She kind of like, because the bear was like one of the most popular TV shows last summer. That's also coming back. It's coming back June twenty second, I think. But they're doing the fucking binge drop model again. So it's all episodes coming out at once on Hulu, which is weird. Well, sucks, um, sucks to be them. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, but it's it was it's a great show. It's like one of the biggest shows of last summer. Like you you've definitely seen memes from it. You just probably don't know. Yeah, I um, mean. I very vaguely know of like people saying the bear. That's pretty much it. Yeah, and so she, I she is like a she had a breakout role from that show, and she's getting a lot of new stuff, and I think it's awesome. Um, I've been going through the Danny McBride HBO pipeline recently, which is really really fun. I love all these shows that he's doing. He did like Eastbound and Down in the two late two thousands. He did um, Vice Principals in the mid twenty tens, and now he's on the show called Righteous Gemstones, which is about like a televangelist family and that's coming back um 
that's coming back June June 18th, I think. So I have my full list of summer TV here. Um, currently, I have Housebroken, American Dad, Clone High, Beavis and Butthead, Unicorn Warriors Eternal, I Think You Should Leave, which came out already, Eric Andre, and It's Always Sunny. So those, those are the current shows that are going on right now that I'm watching. I actually really like, like the list that you sent me because it's very detailed. <laughs> new episode, it's yeah. like something I would make. Um, and then, so coming up this summer, June 18th is The Righteous Gemstone Season 3. I'm going to catch up on the full Danny McBride pipeline before then so I can like be ready for it because I love him. I love Danny McBride. I love everything he makes. So I'm super excited for that. I think I've only um, seen him in... Is he in Pineapple Express? Yes. Okay, I've seen him in Pineapple Express and uh, This is the End. Which his character is due for a rewatch, dude. We haven't seen that movie in years. His character, yeah, his character in This is the End is essentially just the same character he plays in Eastbound and Down, which is really funny. Word. Um, And so, so June 21st is Secret Invasion, the Marvel show about the scrolls that have been like taking over Earth and shit with Nick Fury. I've never watched a single Marvel show, except for, um, what's the one? One division. Yeah. We've watched, we've watched scattered episodes. Secret Invasion looks good, though. Um, June 22nd is The Bear. It's all dropping at once. Um, July 6th is My Adventures of Superman. Um, July 12th is The After Party Season 2. The After Party was a show for Apple TV that Lord and Miller made last year that apparently is really good. I'm going to catch up on that before then. Um, oh, July 13th, What We Do in the Shadows Season 5. They just released a poster and synopsis for that today. Oh, yeah. Um, looks like Guillermo's going to be a vampire. Yeah, they, they turned him into a vampire at the end of the fourth season, didn't they? Or did they just... They uh, didn't they, confirm they it. it. But they said in the synopsis um, that Guillermo is going through strange and very secret changes, and in the poster you see him with like very tiny little bat wings. Hopefully um, that does not mean the end of the show. No, I don't think so. Uh, also, that's, Chris, that's a pretty big dynamic change. Yeah. Kristen Shaw was also joining the main cast, which is on the poster and stuff, which is awesome. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I forgot that she was in it. She's the um, council. Yeah, she's the guide. Yeah. Is her name? Um, so July thirteenth, we'll be doing the shadows. Um, July twenty third, Teenage Euthanasia. Um, July twenty fourth, Futurama comes back. July twenty eighth, How to with John Wilson, which I'm very excited for. Oh, they're making more of that. Yep. Cool. Um, final season, July twenty eighth on HBO. Cool. Um, August second is Reservation Dogs season three. I'm gonna catch up on that show before then. Um, Reservation Dogs is a show about like Native American teenagers living on like a reservation and stuff. It's I've supposed heard, to be like really, really, really good. good. Yeah. Um. So have you seen it? No, I've heard it's really good. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm super excited for it. I'm super excited to watch it. It's a, it's a gonna it's coming out in August, so I'll have time to catch up on it before then. It's only 18 episodes. And then August 30th, Archer final season. So that's gonna be crazy for having Archer finally come to an end. Oh yeah. Did they confirm oh. that it's the final one? Huh? They confirmed it's the final season? Yes, they confirmed it's the final season. Word. Um, so the last thing I want to talk about before we sign off, there's still a lot we didn't get to, but it's fine. Um, we can, we can do I'm, another episode if we need to. It's still summer. Yeah, I, <laughs> for sure. I am really, really into Housebroken right now, which is the Fox sitcom stars Lisa Kudrow. It's about therapy animals. Um, on an earlier episode, I called it that therapy pet show while I was at the beach. I watched all of the first season, which I had never seen before. And I really fell in love with the show. I think it's probably 
um the best of the new generation of fox like animated sitcoms it's probably going to be canceled after this like current episode order which sucks why just not not a whole lot of buzz it's just because fox cancels everything oh right I'm going to be honest, I think it deserves that 8.30 slot a lot more than The Great North does. Because, like, it has its own... Because, like, one thing that... um, Because the Fox, like, animation domination lineup was dominated by McFarlane for so long. And now it's dominated by, like, Bob's Burgers type shows. Where it's Bob's Burgers and The Great North, which is just kind of like a lesser Bob's Burgers, um, taking up a whole hour of the block. But I think if they put Housebroken there, you get, oh, here's the Matt Groening show. Here's, like, Housebroken. Here's the Bob's Burgers. Here's the Family Guy, you know? Yeah, no, that would be good. Sorry, that more, was a genuine response, but it sounded very not real. Yeah, more variety. You know, I want more variety in my Anadom lineup. I think Housebroken. I think Housebroken got a renewed for a season three, but I think they're going to be burning it off this summer after they finish airing season two. So not looking good for Housebroken, but that's okay. Like some shows are just meant to go for like you know, thirty to forty episodes and have like a really good run, but um. Yeah. Also, I want to talk about what we're doing next on the podcast. Yeah. Um, I want to do Eric Andre season one. We can do that like for next week. That works for you. Uh, when are we going to watch it? Because I only have one day off between now and election day. Um, I mean, do you, you get, I mean, we can watch it like a night too. It's only like 10 episodes. We can do it on discord. I can go over to your house or something. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, Eric Andre. And then after that is Teenage Euthanasia, which I think you said you have like a week long break, right? I do. After election day, win or lose, we're taking a week off. So we actually, okay, we, we, we might take several weeks off. We'll, we'll see. Oh, then we'll definitely record Teenage Euthanasia then. Um, we're seeing Batman Mask of the Phantasm, um, J- June 26th, I believe. I'm going to check, um, my Fandango app and see when the tickets are. I believe it's June 26th, seeing Mask of the Phantasm. Um, this is an idea because we're literally seeing a movie the day before, but June 27th, they're putting Tommy Wiseau's The Room back in theaters. They have it at, um, they have one showing at Regal in Fredericksburg. If you're interested, that might be kind of fun to do like a um, (sighs) double feature podcast. Uh, what day? You know what The Room is? Yeah, dude, I know what The Room is. (laughs) What day? Okay. I've seen it. You have? I yes, but I was. Not, I have not. I was not sober, so I only remember about half of it. Um, I have not seen the room, which is a fucking indictment of me as an adult swim fan because it's like a huge part of the April Fool's thing. No, dude. Um, what day are they showing it? You said the June twenty seventh. Oh yeah, uh, bet I can do that. That that's gonna be a really fun like dub because like that's also an Adult Swim movie so like it's gonna be such a it would be a really fun podcast episode to do okay so we're doing a double feature today we're gonna be talking about Batman Mask of the Phantasm and Tommy Wiseau's The Room. What day are we seeing on Batman again? Twenty sixth. Okay, I was about to say I was like we're not gonna go from the Alamo all the way to Regal. <laughs> no 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 it's twenty sixth and then twenty seventh is the Room. I okay think. bet. Um, we'll do that. Yeah I'm really excited. So that's probably what's going on. If you do have like a lot of time off i think it'd be really fun to do um the first season of futurama too maybe in there um we're, we're that's gonna, like a we're gonna see because like short season we're gonna see uh because if we don't win the election obviously i'm out of a job so i'll have to put on, oh yeah i'll true. have to put effort into finding a new one but <laughs> true um all right well that's pretty much all i have um you can follow us on instagram at um Adult underscore swim underscore merch underscore archive. You can follow us on Twitter at Owls Only Pod. 
You know, yeah, you know, you know the fucking deal. You have anything or no? no? You already know. I'm gonna just say follow our stuff. <laughs> All right. So we'll see you next week with probably Eric Andre season one. Yeah. All right. Bye guys. Bye.